Hey, audio listeners. So I just want to give you a quick update. This won't be long before we dive into the show. But last week we had some technical glitches. Uh, it might have been sound it like this a little a bit. So you might have missed some of the interview. And that's okay. So it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. You can watch it on YouTube. But we just wanted to let you know that we are aware of the situation and we are trying to uh, resolve that and just trying to figure out what happened there and how we can fix it. But for those of you who listen there, we're sorry about that. And then hopefully uh, this coming week it is resolved. And you will not uh, any of these issues. And so we hope you enjoy today's program. to all the uh, live studio audience that is not here. Um, <laughs> I don't know why so, I wave every single time. Yeah, you wave <laughs> every I, time. Chris uh, wants to be on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you got to host sometime. We're going to let the record oh, show. Yeah. Chris, will oh, be, yeah. Chris will be hosting very That'll soon. That'll be a short episode. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for coming. Have a great day. <laughs> um, but hey, happy Monday. Hey, today's a special day. Uh, yesterday was Mother's Day. And, um, and so today is post-Mother's Day. And uh, we hope you had a great Mother's Day yesterday. That's why we have some uh, really beautiful fake flowers here that I picked up from my house. Because I figured, you know, we should probably add some yeah. some kind of flowers. Yeah. Because we have a very special guest today, which I'll share with you in just a moment. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, you know what? We acknowledge that uh, today's a day of yesterday was a day of celebration. Um, but we also know that it's a hard day for some. Uh, some people have lost their moms, and uh, this is just a reminder today, and it's challenging. And so we pray for you. Uh, if that's where you find yourself, or some people have bad relationships with moms or don't know their moms, uh, we pray for you as well. Maybe if you don't have a good relationship, we pray for reconciliation today. Maybe today's the day of reconciliation. And so we know that it's not easy and not just a celebrate celebration today. We know that for some it's a, a challenging day. So we just want to honor you, honor that reality and say we're praying for you. We love you. And uh, just thank you for joining us today. Um, but uh, yesterday was church. And... Um, you know, something that I find very interesting uh, is uh, sometimes we try to, I mean, of course, for example, a Thanksgiving service, we're going to probably talk about being grateful and things to be thankful for. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. We Easter, all, Christmas. Easter, Christmas. That makes sense. Uh, but when it comes to Mother's Day, for some reason, I'm, I'm, I'm a worship leader and I'll always be a worship leader in my heart. I've been doing it for a long time. Um, but I always, I'm a part of some of these worship leader forums on like Facebook and stuff. And I always <laughs> see every Mother's Day, hey guys, it's Mother's Day. Uh, what specific songs should we do this Sunday? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Songs about Jesus, maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we should probably sing about Jesus. Um, uh, you know, yeah. one time at our church, uh, my old church, uh, I said, hey, it's Mother's Day, you know, so we have a special song for you. And I literally started singing Good, Good Mother. <laughs> and <laughs> it lasted joke, like really? two seconds. And then, okay. I, and then I'm like, I'm just kidding. Like, obviously, we're going to sing to Jesus, but happy Mother's Day to all the people in the room. <laughs> but I just wonder what some yeah. of these people are, are hoping for, you know, in these uh, forums. Like, hey, I need some specific Mother's Day songs yeah. for mm-hmm. our Sunday morning service. And that just blows my mind. Comment below. Did you have some Good, Good Mother yesterday? I don't know. Maybe you did. <laughs> Uh, and if you comment below, we'll answer and direct you to uh, maybe a different <laughs> church. But um, yeah, sing about Jesus. 
We hope everyone sung and focused their attention wow. on Jesus That's, and thanked Jesus yes. for the gift of mothers. That's probably the best sure. theological advice I've ever heard from you. <laughs> and kidding. I have a lot of theological advice. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, on, in all honesty, uh, I'm grateful. Uh, my mom has told me this before, and I believe it, and I see it now, even with my wife uh, raising young children, that moms are uh, Jesus with skin on. That they're superheroes mm-hmm. and uh honestly it's supernatural and beautiful and so um we have a very 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 special guest can i ask you guys like fun facts about your moms fun like facts. like a fun fact um, or something that that is not i don't know i'm just kind of putting you on i the mean spot i might right be now. biased but i have the best mom in the world well, I've so. met- uh, actually that's not true <laughs> Uh, I that's think you're actually true. both wrong because no, objectively, I, I don't know if you've met. You haven't met Margaret. <laughs> I'm about to prove you both wrong. All right, I think we have to go out into the parking lot and. Decide <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, but you know what? Um, we all invite our moms on the show. <laughs> okay. We have a mom off. <laughs> I should. I should invite my mom on the show. You should. Yeah, that's a Do great you think idea. We should have my mom yeah. on the show. See Dude, yeah. yeah. Gonna, call her up. Call her up. She actually lives really close. <laughs> Hey mom, how are you? Uh, happy Mother's Day. Yesterday. Yesterday though. <laughs> what are you doing right now? I know you live right by the studio. Do you have time to maybe pop in? Because I think Chris thinks his mom's the best. Brendan thinks his mom's the best. And I just would love to prove them wrong. <laughs> Shout out to Chris's mom and Brendan's mom though. You're fantastic uh, if you're watching. <laughs> uh, you can you can come in. Or, okay, we'll see you in a few minutes. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, guys. You didn't even tell her that you loved her. <laughs> Bye, mom. Love you. Love you. Know. <laughs> you know what? I will tell her I love her when she shows up. Oh, that's right. so funny. So, hi, mom. Happy Happy Mother's Day. Sorry, I didn't actually wish you a Happy Mother's Day yesterday. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Oh goodness. Well, you know what? I better get ready. I wish I brought my suit jacket. I look. Yeah. I feel a little underdressed, but um, mm-hmm. I think we should get the room ready. At least clean up the wa- the cables and the uh, floors. Yeah, we should so, keep the yeah. flowers though. You know, I like yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that was. I, I, that, yeah. That's how that's I'm that's wow. our direct response to it feeling like a man cave vibe vibe. Uh, the flowers are the right flowers there. Are in. Uh, right now there. it just looks like a man cave with flowers. <laughs> trying. <to laughs> yeah. We need to have a throw blanket. We need to have. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll put some. I don't know what, what else we can do. Maybe go to Home Sense and figure out. Uh, maybe we can ask your mom uh, how we should de- redecorate the place. We to make should it ask less mom. masculine. Because yeah. actually, yeah. mom is a phenomenal decorator. Probably yeah. better than both of your moms. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. But in all honesty, uh, I'm very excited. We should have Margaret Marcus. I'm going to get the room ready, and she's going to join us. All right. Well, we are here, and we got a very, 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 very special guest. Uh, we have my mother. Uh, everybody, welcome our mother. Uh, we should have a lot of cheers here, like cheers. Cheers. Thank you to our... Uh, in-house studio guests. Uh, I mean, in-house, uh, whatever you call them. But how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm this is honored. a huge honor. You know what they say? Uh, it's not uh, smart to um, meet your heroes because you might be disappointed. But unfortunately, I was raised by mine, so I couldn't avoid it. Wow. Uh, we have, uh, it's seriously an honor. Uh, you're literally my hero. Aww. And so uh, today is after the day after Mother's Day, but it's also your birthday today, which yes. is like a big deal. Yes. How does it feel to be 45? 
Uh, great. <laughs> again. <laughs> but it's 35. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 35. <laughs> well, we can edit that out. Yeah, she's 35 again, no, yeah. which is weird because I'm 37. But uh, <laughs> okay. So uh, anyways. Get the um, people confused. That's yeah, all exactly. Good. How yeah. does that work? You do the math. You can't. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. This is like the biggest guest we've had, oh my in my opinion. And uh, But you know what? You... Um, I've been so blessed to be raised by someone like you. And we thought for Mother's Day, it'd be good to have Mm -hmm. a Mother's Day episode. Uh, That's why I brought these beautiful fake flowers from home. (laughs) Uh, But uh, tell us a little bit before we dive into your story, because I know I had the privilege of having a front row seat and seeing um, just your hunger for God, uh, seeing your desire and passion for prayer. And to see you in your workplace, which is kind of a secular workplace, which we can talk about how you're on mission. I think a lot of people think uh, ministry is in the four walls of the church on a Sunday morning. That's when you do ministry and then you go out into the world. But I feel like your life has always been the opposite where when you go out into the world, you're on mission, you're doing ministry, and then you come to church on Sunday to be refreshed for the week of ministry. And so I want to talk about all that stuff. But before we even dive into your story, I know that um, your life you've seen your family um, passionate for prayer and being on mission. And so um, I know your mom passed away in December 2018. I remember that very vividly. Um, But tell us a little bit about your mom first before Mm -hmm. I get the privilege of telling our viewers about my mom. And you can tell your story. But tell me a little bit about your mom and her story, where she's from, the upbringing. That's awesome. First of all, thank you for having me. Of course. That's great. I can't believe I'd be sitting here where John Newfield and... Oh, come on. The legends. And all those awesome people. But now they're going to come after and say, I can't believe I get to sit in the chair of Margaret (laughs) Marcus. Thank you, Andrew. You're so sweet. And again, also, you look up to me and I can tell you, honestly, I have been looking up to you and learning from you. No, she's just saying that because I'm taller. No, um, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, your life story and seeing how you grow and how God have been mm. an awesome, um, vivid yeah. uh, working in your life mm. was great testimony. Mm. And when you say I used my um, office mm-hmm. for ministry, mm-hmm. I have shared your story yeah. mm. once and twice and 10 times and 100 mm. times. Mm. So you inspired me hmm. and, and it's pretty it's just cool. Go it, back and forth. And right? it's pretty cool because we'll get to it a little bit later, but <clears throat> my life was changed and I believe it through mom and dad's prayers. So and we'll talk about the power of prayer. Um, yeah, but, so, yeah. But so, yeah, so but your mom, that. no, that's, that's amazing because we will talk about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, your mom, you mentioned to me even on the drive today, uh, you know, her, her mom passed away when she was very young. Yes. I didn't actually really remember that yeah so my mom uh, we're egyptian as yeah. as you know we did make a couple of egyptian yeah. references yeah yeah so my mom uh her mom passed away when she was a little baby mm. and her father could not take care of her so he put her in a christian boarding school mm-hmm. uh so what happened is uh, her name is Salma. Mm-hmm. so there's this story about a lady called mabel dean Mabel Dean was from Chicago. She's an American lady. She was uh, a bank clerk. Mm -hmm. She was 40 years old when she got a call. She was in her commute to work in the train and saw a vision 
Jesus holding a stone in his hand and he threw it across the ocean and told her, I call you, you are that stone to go to Africa. She was 40 years old, single, unmarried. She didn't tell anybody that vision. Her first day in church on Sunday, right after seeing that vision, her pastor called her and said to her, Sister Dean, whatever the Lord told you, go, say yes, and do it. Wow. So when she applied, did an application to go with the, uh, to, to, as a missionary, the supervisor that looked at the application said like, no, I judge her as not qualified. Mm. She is good to be a helper, but not a leader. Mm. Right? So he said no. But then in the same, somebody heard her story, another lady, and said to her, um, why don't you come with me to Egypt? And she said, but no, the Lord is calling me to Africa. (laughs) She smiled and she said, but Egypt is in Africa. (laughs) (laughs) So Mabel Dean decided to go with this lady. And this lady got ill in Egypt and left Mabel Dean by herself. Mm. So Mabel Dean was um, helping in the school, Mm -hmm. the school that where my mom was. Mm. Right. So, and then there was a Lillian Trusher, which is another... Um, huge lady that went to Egypt at the same time to start an orphanage in Asyut. So she sent her and asked her, why don't you come to a, a city called Minia, north of Asyut, and start doing a missionary with kids, like do a school for yeah. children. So who she will take with her, she took Salma with her, hmm. which is my mom. And she started, and then another six ladies from the mission, from the orphanage, they came to her to help her with her ministry, mm. and that's how she started. She then was young. She was she was forty. Uh, no, but I mean, your my mo- mom your was mom my was mom like must a... must have been like maybe seven eight years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, so that's how a revival started in India. Yeah. And uh, she started enlarging her ministry to have pastors. Mm -hmm. She could not speak the Arabic language, but she learned how to teach them to speak the English. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's how my mom learned English. English. And so um, she had about 20 young pastors preachers, and she used to disciple them and they go and preach in their own language. And one of those pastors was dead. Hmm. So that's how it started with a woman that was not qualified to go. Yeah. To human have, standards, to but human called standard. and qualified by God. And fast <clears throat> forward, I love this. So they, she went to Egypt to, to do her ministry in Egypt. And then from Egypt, mom learns the language and they get together. We have. They had eight kids. Mm-hmm. We come back to North. We come to North America, mm-hmm. and then we minister in North America. Yeah, and then all so, your brothers and sisters, for the most part, have all been in ministry. Exactly, yeah. and eight of us. Uh, two of them are full time. Mm-hmm. One of them passed away, mm-hmm. um, and every one of us is in their own place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the story of a missionary and the power of missionaries, and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, you don't know. 
um, how it's going to go with one missionary if Mm -hmm. one person gets converted and you you don't know the multiplication and how it will go. You may not even see it. Mm. Like Mabel Dean did not know that the grandkid of Salma will do what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. He didn't witness that. Yeah. Yeah, I read that she passed away Mm -hmm. in 1961. Yeah. You sent me an article. You sent me an article last night, and I actually want to read a couple little clips of it because it's fascinating. Actually, there's a couple pictures, Matea, if you want to put some of these pictures up because I think it's fascinating. Uh, but Mabel Dean, yeah, she passed away in 1961. Uh, all the things he said, you know, I know uh, you mentioned the stone throwing, going across. She didn't know Egypt was in Africa. She goes, does all these things. But I just, I couldn't help but notice Dean believed in the power of prayer. Yes. And she would pray while her students preached. And so this was a praying woman. Don't waste, do not waste your time and strength there now. I will make this a matter of prayer. So everything you read through this article, um, she was just a woman of faith and she just really, really cared about prayer. And it's actually kind of cool because one of your sisters was named after her. That's named correct. Mabel. The very firstborn oh, wow, of mom and born, dad yeah. Is, yeah. is Mabel. Yeah, that's so cool. And she's still with us today. Yeah. And um, obviously she was also raised by Mabel, mm-hmm. uh, by Mabel Dean, that yeah. is. So we yeah. feel like Mabel Dean was almost like the grandmother yeah. Yeah, you know, of cool. our family, yeah. you know. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it's a, a power of prayer. And one part of the article, we actually ran into this article in the time that my mom passed away. I know, and we discovered all this. We discovered, and yeah. we discovered that mom's name was mentioned on it. Yeah. And, and, it, and um, so um, one, one of the things here that made me laugh is that um, a girl lost money. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she came back to h- home, she was crying. And Mabel Dean said, don't worry about it. Maybe a poor man. Mm has been praying for money yeah. and that's, you know, yeah. but I, I remember a story that, that about my little sister, mm-hmm. we're two years apart, my, my, my sister Domia, she wants, they give her money to go buy something and she teared it apart in her way to the store. Because she was just... She uh, was just playing with it. Yeah, she didn't realize. She cut it. Fidgety. <laughs> and then she came home crying. I, you know, I didn't know, I didn't, you know, and, and daddy says, why are you crying? She says, well, I, I cut the money and, and it's no longer there. He says, oh, that's it. I'll give you another one to tear. <laughs> so. <laughs> to tear. <laughs> yeah, it's just so, money. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. So it's so cool because <clears throat> Mabel Dean, who was considered like a, you know, honorary grandmother, mm-hmm. was, you know, in love with the Lord, faithful woman. I, I think it's so fascinating that it's, she was a banker. That mm-hmm. seemed unqualified, and then God called her to do amazing things. And now look at the legacy from just one of the people. There are many other families that That's were touched. Right. So this is just one of the stories that have kind of unfolded through the generations. Um, but a prayerful woman. Mm-hmm. Your mom was a prayerful woman yes. and loved to worship. You know, she started to lose her memory over, you know, she probably lived maybe what 10 15 years yes with alzheimer's with alzheimer's and was struggling to remember yeah and and didn't remember who you were she knew me very well though yeah 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 with mom she loved worshiping that's that's what i was gonna say it's like she didn't remember who when they're leaving or what's going on but then any song yes all the lyrics everything all the time it was just totally i used to visit her every sunday yeah for years yeah and we have a little um 
hymn book. Yeah. And uh, we sit together alone because we send my other sister to church. Mm-hmm. And this would be our church. Yeah, you bring church to her. I bring church to her. And we sing and we sing. And we sometimes like, you know, the whole book. And I joke with my mom and I says, mom, um, you are the worship leader. I'm the pastor. <laughs> we used to laugh. And it's just like, we're going to collect the offering. She says, oh, our church is empty. There's nobody <laughs> here. So, yeah. But I, she had a musical ear. Yes. And sometimes I, when I'm flipping the pages, a song, I can, I don't know how to start it. So I says, yeah. mom, and she had dementia at that yeah. time, right? Yeah. And I says, mom, I don't know how to start this song. So I tell her the words and she starts. Instantly. And all the songs memorized word for word. She was Crazy. singing better than me. Yeah. Yeah. And I had the book. I used to yeah. laugh. I said, I have the book and I don't know how to sing it. And yeah, yeah so she was she was so much in love with Jesus. Yeah. She was um, a prayer warrior for all of us. Yeah. One thing that, um, that, that I remember so well, her praying, her singing, and same as dad. And that's so important for young parents to mm-hmm. value how your kids are affected when they see you praying and worshiping. Yeah. It's so important. Even for me right now, sometimes I feel like I'm shy to be seen, kneel down or in prayer. That's why I go into my closet and and I pray there. But uh, that's not honestly right. It's Mm. good because I so remember that praying. Mm. I so remember him sitting in his bed first thing in the morning before he put his foot in the ground. He just sits and pray loud, mm. loud. And I hear him, he will be in his room and I hear dad praying. Mm. You know, something like that, even 40, 50, 100 years later, you will still yeah. remember that. Yeah, it has an impact. So for young people to just be bold with, and young families with yes. little kids, yes. have your kids see uh, your relationship. Yes. Yeah. Let them see you pray. Let them see you read the Bible. Haven't you seen your dad? Like, as you know, growing up in Egypt, there was a lot of like hate towards Christians. Yes. You know, the fights with Muslims and Christians. And you'd mentioned seeing like people throwing rocks at him and he'd at be... At us too. Yeah, he'd be yes. singing and worshiping and just not, like you just didn't phase him. Yes, yes. Um, that That's definitely, I know when his dad is home when I hear him singing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> he will be coming up the stairs and yeah. I know dad is home yeah. because I hear him first singing. Yeah, yeah um, he, he was also a worshiper. He was a saint, in my opinion. Yeah, I, can't, I, I actually haven't met him. He passed away course, before yeah. I was born, so mm-hmm. I can't wait to meet him. But I hear all the stories. Um, even the story of the power of prayer for him, if we can share the testimony, testimony of your sister mm-hmm. with, with, with Laura. Yeah, And so she had, I think it's meningitis Correct. is what That's she had mm-hmm. when she was probably eight years old or something that I can't no, remember. No, very young, very oh, young. very little. Very baby, like probably one year old or something. Yeah, so they were like, okay, she's going to she's gonna pass away. Yeah, the, the, um, she is number five. Yeah. I'm number seven in the family. And uh, uh, by the way, the eight of us are named after missionaries. Hmm. Back to the missionaries. Yeah. I am named Margaret after a British missionary mm. so laura was named uh, after another missionary so uh, laura got sick when she was a baby and uh, uh, another thing that dad did and it's mentioned in the ar- article as well is that they planted churches mm-hmm. so uh, dad was always in and out of villages planting churches and yeah. uh, 
mom being the awesome mom that she was never complained about moving from place to place or mm. or him being away at that time there was no phones and no fast yeah. trains and all that stuff so um so when she got sick and dad is not in town uh she he always make sure that to leave money mm-hmm. uh, in case she dies and they need money for the funeral Wow. That's how much they were expecting it to happen any time. Mm. And so every time dad leaves the house and go in mission, uh, he leaves mom with, with, with enough money in case that happens. And then she didn't get well. She never walked. She never talked mm. in the proper age. And she was just a vegetable, like, you know, like not, not growing at all. Mm-hmm. Right. So dad and, and, you know, got really tired of that, and 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 they said like, okay, Dad said I'm I'm gonna go up to the upper lo- room almost, and I'm gonna pray and fast for three days, and told Mom I cannot see anybody, I don't want to talk to anybody for three days. Mm-hmm. So he went up and fasted and prayed, and his prayer was, Lord, it's either you heal her or you take her. Mm. You know, so he prayed that, and he saw a vision mm-hmm. that that the Lord cut her, cut her tummy. Yeah, he watched the surgery. Yeah, and yeah. he took all the um, bad stuff out mm-hmm. and sewed her again. And he went downstairs. And after that, Laura got better. Hmm. Laura is walking, mm-hmm. talking. She never made it to school. Mm-hmm. But Laura's life is incredible. She is a blessing wherever she goes. She's yeah. an angel. Yeah. Like she spent whole life with mom. Mm-hmm. And I believe mom lived long enough. Mom passed at 98. Yeah. For the because, sake of Laura. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the power of prayer. Yeah. The faith. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean that every time we pray that the Lord will answer. Yeah. But, but there is power in prayer. Yeah. Hugely. And so you've seen that growing up your whole life. So we see Mabel Dean's story, her love for prayer, love for the Lord, that passes on to your mom, your dad, starting that ministry, planting a bunch of churches. And so it makes sense in the next generation, which is you, uh, love for prayer, love for the Word. Uh, your Bible is more marked up than I've seen any other Bible. Um, and you're always singing just like your mom, and you love to worship like your mom and dad. And... Um, you, you take prayer very seriously. And so it's just a reminder to our listeners, uh, young and old, whoever's listening, that uh, it's a generational thing. Yes. And we were talking about that even in the scriptures. Yes. Yeah. To the third and fourth generation. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. So you prayed for me a lot. Yes. Because I was in a pretty terrible... Yes. Uh, That's why I have a good story and I share that. Yeah. And it yeah. gives me... Um, uh, way to open a conversation with people. Yeah, like I had a weird, you know, season in high school where I kind of rebelled and like most people. And uh, I remember mom and dad dragging me to church. I didn't want to go to church and I'd watch her go up every Sunday and pray at the front. I knew she was praying for me and it almost made me mad that I know she's praying to try to like get me to love the Lord or something. And so I started to almost pray against your prayer, which you got me to start praying, <laughs> even though it was a terrible prayer. But um, I've seen your life, I've seen your prayer closet, how serious prayer is to you. Um, 
how could we encourage young people to take prayer seriously? What would you tell the -hmm. young person watching? Well, uh, what is prayer? Prayer is a conversation between you and God Mm. and the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, A lot of time, I myself guilty Mm. of that. When you're dry, when you're busy, you Mm -hmm. don't have time to to um, to sit and and spend time with Him. Yeah. So um, and you immediately feel the the result of this. Mm. You are you're more impatient. You're you're anxious. You're you yeah. know, but I feel like prayer is, we we always mark our Zoom meetings and our meeting with people and it's important this and important that and we don't miss them and we prepare for them. But yet when it comes to talk to our creator, we don't have time for him. Hmm. So, but, but we, and, and hopefully it's not for a big season, it's a 911 kind of like yeah. you always go to him when there are trouble yeah. in your life. Yeah. So, um, but but prayer is is you talk, you listen, you wait. Mm. Um, it fills you up, mm-hmm. and like we shared, I said to you before, like if you are full, mm-hmm. you are going to be able to share. Mm-hmm. But if you're empty, you you you're not here. You're not yeah. interested. It's not a priority, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, prayer will fill you up. Mm-hmm. Prayer will bring you closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not praying to the air. Because sometimes when you have the community groups and you find like, let's pray and everybody's praying to each other or praying to the air. And and it's not that. It's That's why the solitary, which Jesus mm-hmm. taught us. Yeah. He's always went somewhere yeah. alone and prayed. Yeah. And, and if he needed that, yeah. how, how much, much more now? do we need that? Yeah. You know, yeah, that's such a good point too. It's like we schedule all these Zoom meetings and all these important things that we need to do. We don't want to be late, and you know, it's like it's top priority. And then when it comes to the Creator, it's like, ah, when I'll I just, when I when I have time, or if I need you really badly, yeah. For the most part, I'm good without you. Mm-hmm. And then that overflows, as you said, into life, and you can you can tell. And so, in your because you're a professional. You're a certified professional accountant, CPA. They changed that recently from CGA to CPA, probably a couple of years ago. Um, always changing, thinking yeah. that it's good, but it's never good. Um, anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyways, um, but so your profession is in the secular world, but I find <laughs> that so many times you come home, or I remember when I was living at home, or I talked to you, you know, throughout the evening, you have this crazy story of, oh, this client came in and we're in the boardroom and next thing you know, you're praying and this person's weeping and telling, you know, it's just like you always have these crazy stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just reminded that, you know, we're on mission all the time. Yes. And so whether you're a barista or you're a student or you work at Home Depot, wherever you are, uh, there is gospel ministry available to you. Ministry doesn't just happen. And so I just love how you've converted your boardroom into a chapel. And people are being ministered to all the time. Um, you've actually started like a prayer uh, ministry at your office. office. Yes. And yes. so like, tell us a little bit about that because there's a crazy story. You moved offices and you were very sad. Can, can we mention her name? I think it's of fine. Of course, yeah. Oh, Yoku is her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. So uh, mom had a prayer partner that she would meet all the time in her old office. And then she moved to a new office, which was far for Yoku. And so her prayer ministry kind of just was gone and that was really sad for you because you love some of the moments you cherish the most going to work having prayer every Tuesday or whatever it is yes. and then what happened 
Yeah, um, it's a, it's a good story because uh, I started actually prayer about a um, uh, long time ago, and it was a client of mine, yeah. and it was not Yoko, it was yeah. Fran. Fran, yeah. Yeah, and we started. She was my client. She says, "Let's start praying," and and we did that for years, years. Mm -hmm. And then um, this lady Yoko, I met her in the bathroom, yeah. and um, we, I sensed that she's Christian. I I start mm. talking. And then I said, uh, I'm Christian. My son is a worship leader. She said, oh, what's his name? I said, Andrew Marcus. And she started jumping and screaming oh, in the bathroom. I oh hate his God. music. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Marcus. Anyway, uh, I was actually worried that somebody hear us outside and say, what is going on in the bathroom? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so anyway, so I invited her yeah. to, to uh, the prayer meeting and she started coming. But then things happened. Fran moved. Yoko moved. I moved from the office. Three years, every Tuesday morning, Yoko sent me a message. Mm. And that's our prayer schedule used to be Tuesday morning. Yeah, She sent and sent a short prayer for me. Until this day, she does that. Mm. So three years later, she sent me a text saying, and I haven't seen her in three years. Mm -hmm. She lives in Vancouver. I'm in Surrey. Everybody's busy. Yeah. And came the pandemic and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So yeah. she sent me a text and says, um, I got a job in Surrey. I said to her, Yoko, are you going to commute all the way again from Vancouver? And she said, yes, I, 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 I will. So anyway, um, she started her work and she sent me another text. Margot, what is your office address? So I send her, I says, I work downstairs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so she works in the second level. I work I my office in the third. So she comes up and says, shall we start? Yeah. Like how crazy is that? Yeah. Out of all Surrey office buildings yeah. the lord sent her yeah, to my building yeah so uh that was so encouraging That's and so so, cool. so amazing so we do meet every friday morning yeah uh at seven o'clock and that's another thing that is very important for prayers uh prayer is is good to be alone mm -hmm. and it's good to have another one to pray mm -hmm. with one yeah. or two people yeah. where you can tell them your heart where yeah. they can where they can follow up with you. Yeah, accountability and yes. just like iron sharpens iron, you're together in this. Yeah, we're called to do life together. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that is the power of prayer. So yeah. yes, uh, uh, and, and I'm very blessed to be able to do that because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm free to yeah. my timing and all yeah. that stuff, right? That's amazing. So he brought her back. He brought her back. Yeah. I'm that's so excited so cool. for that. See, I mean, we both must have needed it and that's yeah. why the Lord did it. Yeah. It's amazing. That's so cool. It is. Um, and you're obviously always in your word. You love your word. You read all the time. Um, and uh, it's actually funny, like, you know, you have a heart and passion for worship. And then that kind of stemmed to me, even though I didn't want it. I wanted nothing to do with music and church music and whatever. And um, I remember, I mean, a part of the big reason, actually, <laughs> Why, open confession, why I wasn't a huge fan of being in the church during worship was because every time on Sunday morning, mom would cry and she'd cry during the songs and I'd be so embarrassed that I'm standing beside my mom and she's crying. I have to always pass her a tissue and it's just like awkward. Oh, my mom's crying. I have no idea why she's crying. Anyways, fast forward to today, mom has attended the church that we go to a few times and every time during worship, I'm bawling and she's standing beside me and she passes me a tissue and she's like, almost like a... Who's the pansy now, huh? <laughs> but uh, it's just cool. Generation to generation to generation. I pray Benji and, you know, our kids and next kids. And um, again, third and fourth generation. So it just reminds us as young people that what we do now 
and how we live our life now matters to the third and fourth generation. It's a big deal. Absolutely. And how we raise our kids and how they view us and how they see us when we worship, when we pray, when we sing, uh, how we take our relationship with the Lord seriously, that has a huge effect mm. to the third and fourth generation. Also, being on mission all the time. You know, you think of um, even... Uh, Someone, one of your clients ends up getting saved, ends up coming to an alpha that you host. And then now we're going to their daughter's wedding. And, we're, you know, it's just like you, you and you think of Mabel Dean and the one impact and how it the, the huge string that follows that impact of that one person that obeyed, that obeyed, mm. that heard a call to go to the other side of the world. Yes. Um, who was told they're not qualified um, and how God used her mightily yes to do amazing work for the kingdom and it's like so when you hear a call from the lord uh listen and obey yes um be in your word be in prayer be an example and know that wherever you go you're on mission yes and that one person that you can speak to and speak life into you have no idea the trajectory that they'll go and the impact that they could have because of your life and the fruit from your life and so Mm -hmm. uh i'm so grateful that we can have this conversation and it's so cool to hear your story and it's so cool to uh, witness it from the front row. Oh, wow. Uh, I am very very grateful. Thank you. Yeah. So so thanks for, thanks for joining us. Happy mother's day. Thank you. And happy birthday. Yeah. Happy mother's Um, day to all the hardworking moms, especially young moms like Nancy and Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are... Uh, moms like are Jesus, superheroes. They are Jesus with skin on. Honestly, moms <laughs> yeah. are superheroes. I feel like even watching Michelle <clears throat> like deliver children. Yes. Now I can't complain about any paper cut or yes. anything ever. Yes. <laughs> but yes. it's just, I find I call you often to say thank you again because mm-hmm. as I raise kids and see how mm-hmm. hard it is to raise kids, even though it's the best joy and delight mm-hmm. of my life, mm-hmm. um, there's obviously challenges, but I feel like I call you guys often to say thank you again because... Mm. It's hard work. You do. But uh, but uh, to all the moms who are watching and those who, uh, if today's hard for you, we pray for you a lot. Mm-hmm. I know even your mom being gone for a few years, I know it's still hard. And so, but uh, thank you for being on the show. We're grateful. Um, and uh, we hope you have an amazing day. Thank amazing you. birthday. Amazing. To thank a, you. A great thank 35th you. birthday. And, Praise uh, God. Yeah. Hopefully many more. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You know what? Um, I might not have the best mom. I'm sorry. I might. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Guys, I told you. I mean, your mom's pretty great. I mean, to think (laughs) about the fact that I, like, I can just call her and she's here. Wow. Oh, no, I meant all the other stuff she did. Not that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was pretty cool, but like my mom would do that too. (laughs) Okay, let's be real. That story is crazy. And there's yeah. just so many things to take out. Mom? Uh, yeah. To take out of that. Uh, so Andrew oh. doesn't believe that you'd come into the studio on a whim like that. So you, would you mind just popping over? <laughs> just kidding. Will you do it? Will you do just it? Just to prove a point for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got flowers. <laughs> we have fake flowers here. Um, what but, happens uh, when she doesn't show up, though? Yeah, then uh, it's like, okay, wow. Would never happen. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> does your mom live in, like back where you're from? <laughs> where, like back where I belong, like yeah. you and Sven, yeah, you and Sven yeah, my, when you went to school together. 
Yeah, my that episode still hasn't come out okay. in Alberta. <laughs> oh, they're in Alberta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not as easy to. Yeah, yeah. Not she can't fly out here right away. Oh yeah, man, yeah. that's funny. Um, honestly, so many great takeaways. Um, I have so many stories mm. of just again the privilege and honor of uh, li- uh living with a front row seat at her life mm. and uh, just seeing how much she loves the Lord. Um, but um, you know, a big takeaway for me is just the importance of prayer mm-hmm. and the power of prayer. Like. I think uh, oftentimes, and I, I share this with people, oftentimes, you know, and I'm guilty of saying this, oh, you know, there's nothing really I can do to help, so I'll, I guess I'll just pray. And we kind of use this as almost a last resort, yeah. uh, but prayer needs to be our first response, mm-hmm. not our last resort. Yeah. And um, when we truly understand the significance of talking to the creator of the world, the one who made you, the one who saved you, the one who calls you by name, um, that can't be our last resort. Mm. That has to be our first response yeah. coming mm-hmm. to him. And oh, yeah, so totally. yeah. I'm reminded again of that, of that reality that, you know, prayer really changes everything. And, and I mean, I have a lot of stories that I can maybe share, but what was a big takeaway for you? I I thought the whole idea of missions and the yeah. reach of it, you don't, I guess with my background, I, I think a lot of North Americans backgrounds, you don't get to see this sort of front row, hands-on yeah. impact for missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, just knowing your aunts and uncles and mm. your whole family. Yeah. The impact that. And she'll never know that. Mm. That's, that's Mabel know. Dean, the one, yeah. the missionary came. She will. I read that. She will, yeah. just not on this yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. But she, well, she does now then. Yeah, she does now. But she. Whoa. Did it? <laughs> okay, whoa. She didn't. <laughs> then? Okay. She does. She does know. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. And the fact the fact that we'll all be together. Yeah, yeah. And, and like it is just huge. And I feel like um just a fun fact like reading that article, she served in Egypt for 37 years mm. on mission. Wow. Um and so being a banker in Chicago, randomly being called, not randomly, obviously, massively orchestrated by the Lord, but for her it might have seemed random to yeah. fly all the way to Egypt not knowing the language yeah. or anything. Yeah. And at 40 years old, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, so it's yeah. like it's just so cool how God speaks and just encourage you when you hear God's call or when you sense him leading you and directing you to, to mm-hmm. the, the beauty in obedience mm-hmm. yep. and the fruit mm-hmm. when we're obedient, Yeah, I think is huge. Yeah. Well, even speaking to the mission field thing, the North American perspective, even our own mission field seems for a lot of Christians like limited to a Sunday morning, which is mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be that. You know, and it should be modeled throughout yeah, like the week. That's ministry, like Sunday mornings <laughs> ministry. Yeah, it's like oh, I did my did my bit. I'm gonna go to yeah. work now and not yeah. think about it for yeah. the rest of my week. Um yeah. and then also obviously just modeling that what she was talking about to the younger generation. Like I can't relate to that. I don't have kids to model a Christian life for. But yeah. I have other people in yeah. my life the, that look at playground. Yeah, go to the playground. Yeah, go that's to the playground. Weird. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I model something for your kids real quick? Um I got some uh tracks in my van okay bro that's uh, so funny that's terrible that's terrible that's so Sorry, terrible. that's a horrible joke you should never make that's, uh, yeah i won't anyways, make that again um, but um but you're right though uh not about the kids but um <laughs> you know just people are looking up to you you're in youth ministry yeah, people are yeah. watching you and they mm-hmm. and we live a life of example yeah uh, people are always watching and so being bold with our faith or our prayer life like she was talking about how she would always hear her dad praying out loud mm. every morning and in when he woke up before his feet touched the floor wow. Um, she, and she remembers that 40, 50 years yeah. later, mm-hmm. like that's lasting impact. So when my boy watches me worship on a Sunday mm-hmm. morning, mm-hmm. 
he'll remember that for the rest of his life. And outside of a Sunday morning. And outside, yeah, right. <laughs> huh? specifically outside of Sunday morning, yeah, yeah. like even like mom's, um, you know, as an accountant, her mm. profession and, you know, converting her boardroom into a chapel and praying with all these people and people weeping and sharing their stories mm. and, you know, all these things. It's like she's just boldly living it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the impact that that has on me and the uh, impact that when it impacts me now, it impacts my kids when now I live because I'm inspired by mm-hmm just the boldness and the, you know, just living that life for Christ. And so, uh, so whatever you do, whether you're a student, you know, and whether you're a parent, whether you work at a coffee shop or you're a business owner, whatever it is, you um, have lasting impact that can change people and their generations after third and fourth generation. It's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And so I, I, you know, I remember specific stories um, specifically on prayer um, you know, there's one time, um, uh, my mom was going to Egypt for the first time in like 30 something years. They've been in Canada for a long time and, uh, she was very excited about the trip. And then she like twists her ankle a couple of days before mm-hmm. super swollen, can't walk. And she's like, Oh no, we're booking this. Like everything's booked. We're leaving in a couple of days. I literally can't walk and I'm about to go back home for the first time in 30 years or whatever it was. And so I remember we just prayed, we prayed a simple prayer. We just asked God to heal her ankle, and she has an amazing trip. And literally, it, the next day, all the swelling was gone. I mm. remember I was like eight years old, probably eight. No, I mean, no, not eight years old. That's impossible because we were in the house. We, I was probably in grade a grade. I was in grade twelve, so that's way more than eight years old. Um, <laughs> I double, grades, double, really really yeah, double it, yeah, double it, yeah, yeah. My mom is an accountant, and I'm really good with numbers as well. Um, <laughs> didn't get that gene, no, actually, yeah. But uh, so 17, I was probably. 18? Yes, yeah. yeah, 16, 17 years old, whatever it was. I was in, and we moved to a new house. And I remember, uh, I remember for some reason my mom did something to her wrist, um, and she couldn't move her wrist. And I remember like she couldn't even hold the toothbrush. Um, and so I remember I was laying in bed, and I just prayed, like, so passionately that my mom's wrist would be healed. And again, I've prayed for things, and. It didn't come out the way I, you know, and God is obviously sovereign and knows everything and isn't, you know, in charge of everything. So not every prayer was like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. So I'm not saying that that that's a thing. But um, I remember specifically praying for her wrist. And I said, okay, Lord, I want the first thing I hear in the morning. Please, Lord, the first thing I hear in the morning is that my mom's wrist is better. And I pass out. And uh, I was living at home at the time. And my mom, like, storms in the room at, like, 7 something in the morning. And the first thing she yells is like, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. My wrist is better. Mm. Mm. And I remember my, I've never woken up so easily in my life. Wow. Usually, uh, you know, in grade 12, I Grind. sleep until yeah. 4 p.m. <laughs> so uh, those days are long gone. Yeah. Um, but um, like the power of prayer, mm-hmm. like over and over again, I've seen in my life um, uh, that God listens. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm-hmm. And so we know he hears. We know he responds. Maybe not always the way we hope for but he's always responding yep. and always listening. And so um, I just encourage you um, to pray. Pray boldly. Pray confidently. Uh, pray, as she mentioned, pray with friends. Uh, that's a crazy story, too, as her friend gets a new job, and next thing you know, it's in Surrey. Next thing you know, it's literally under her office. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Mm. So praying with people you trust. You know, we're not called to do life together. And also the importance of solitude and just being alone with the Father. Uh, you know, Mom mentioned, like, Jesus did it. So we ought to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
And so uh, we just hope you're encouraged today. And um, be on mission. Know that when you leave your house, when you leave church on Sunday morning, uh, you are entering your mission field and that people are looking to you and that you have amazing opportunities everywhere you go to uh, boldly and confidently profess that Jesus is Lord Mm -hmm. and how he's changed your life. I think that's it. I feel pretty good. I I know I asked you guys at the beginning if you had a fun fact about your mom, and I feel like we didn't actually get a chance to hear it but uh, fun fact. Um, um i don't know if you guys can even think of one i mean a fun fact for me is tough. that I, my mom's better oh, <laughs> well, see, that's, that's what i tried to lead with for the yeah. before, <laughs> yeah. this was all just a bait started the whole thing. Hey, this is a big fight okay yeah. so i i guess the show's over maybe the boys will go out in the parking lot and figure out uh <laughs> all our, maybe your mom can zoom in <laughs> it'll be a zoom fight it'll be a zoom fight that's so funny <laughs> But uh, you know what? Happy Mother's Day again to all the moms who are watching. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show today. And uh, have a great week. We'll see you next Monday.